Hi, and welcome to my podcast. This is Daisy Elizabeth, and you're listening to The Daisy Take. How are you? I hope you're having a good day. It's Friday, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel. That crazy little hotel in L.A., a haunted hotel in L.A., who has had many, 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 many deaths. Oh, and a couple of serial killers. Information for this episode is brought to you by TravelChannel.com, DailyStar.com, Deadline.com, and Insider.com. Disclaimer for this episode. Today's episode contains violence against women, suicide, abuse, rape, and murder. If you are sensitive to any of these subjects, listener discretion is advised. The Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles is not famous for its hundred years of history and beautiful lobby. It was supposed to be a luxury hotel for business travelers. And you know, it had marble in it, stained glass windows, palm trees. Now it's just known for its gruesome tales. I don't know about the palm trees, maybe not, but I wanted to throw that in there because I thought it would look cool when you're looking at the front of the hotel. I thought it would look cool to see a couple of palm trees there, but no palm trees. Okay. (laughs) I love palm trees. They're great. Okay. The Cecil Hotel is remembered for its murders, its tragedies, and most recently, its hauntings. From serial killers to people just taking their own lives to murders. No matter how many times you change the scenery, the hotel will never change of what it is and what it was. The Cecil Hotel is known as America's most haunted hotel. In 2013, the Cecil Hotel gained national attention after the mysterious death of Elisa Lamb. She was a college student who was vacationing in California from Canada. Vancouver, I believe, but don't quote me on that. She was spotted behaving strangely in an elevator on the camera. If you've ever seen the video of this, you really need to look at the video. She was going in and out of the elevator, pushing all the buttons, hiding on the side of it. At one point, she jumped out of the elevator and the doors were still open, but her hands were making this strange movements and gestures, and it was just outside the elevator. It was almost like she was playing with someone, playing hide and seek. I don't know. I was very stunned by this video. It looked like she was talking to somebody, and I had to watch it like 10, 20 times. I don't know. I just, I was fixated on it. She literally just looks like she's communicating with somebody, but her hands are making this strange gesture movement. It's, it's very odd. And it's really, it's really known. The Cecil Hotel is known for its, for its untimely deaths and suicide. I believe that Elisa Lamb had seen or spoken to a dark spirit. And there were two serial killers 
that were there. Not at the time that she was there. I mean, maybe, who knows. But not at the time that she was there, but there were two serial killers who actually stayed there. And they had their rooms there and everything. Um, you'll have to excuse my voice right now. I It's just a little cracky. And um, I feel like I'm fighting a chest cold now, but, you know, I'm not sure. It's that time of year, so... I, I didn't get very much sleep last night. so And I am actually recording this on Friday. Usually I upload my episodes on Wednesday. But it, it's been a really stressful week. So, you know, I've just had other issues going on. And I decided to do this. So bear with me, please. Because I love you all and I appreciate you all listening. Okay, so... Uh, there's a lot of darkness in the hotel because of these serial killers. Um, and I just don't know what kind of darkness Elisa Lamb had found, you know, or what had followed her. She had stayed when she first got to the hotel. She was put in a room with like three or four other girls. It's like a hostel. But then they said she started acting strangely. She started exhibiting strange behavior so they called the front desk and then they asked them to move her to a room by herself so they did they moved her to a room by herself and then shortly after that is when this whole incident in the elevator and then she became missing um so i believe that she had seen or spoken with the dark spirit there elisa lamb was found in the water tank at the top of the hotel. Now I saw the documentary that came out about the Cecil Hotel. The water tank is on the roof and it is super, super big and high. I honestly don't know how she got up there, opened the lid, jumped in, and was found in there naked. I I don't... They said that lid is so hard to open that it would take more than one person to do it. Like they had the the one of the maintenance men go and he was a big guy, big strong guy. So I'm thinking, wow, maybe she wasn't alone. Maybe somebody did this to her. So it's it's just it's a very mysterious thing when they found her and Go watch the video on YouTube and you'll see what I'm talking about. Go watch Elisa Lamb, Cesa Hotel. Go watch it and you'll see how her behavior is so... Um, I know she used to have social media. Um, and for the life of me, I can't think of, of her social media. But it wasn't Facebook or anything. It was one of the ones that first came out. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, she had a social media on there. And I do believe she was bipolar. So um, maybe she wasn't taking her meds at that time. I don't really know. So her behavior just seems very, very eerie to me. I've never felt like she committed suicide. I've always felt like she was murdered. But that's just my opinion. But I always felt like she did come in contact with dark forces. The reason they found Elisa Lamb's body, okay, get this. The reason they found Elisa Lamb's body 
is the water tank in the water tank is because guests were complaining about lack of water pressure and also I guess apparently the water was dark dark brown color people were brushing their teeth in it they were showering in it they were even maybe drinking it it was a real murky color and she was in there so when I was watching the documentary they had two people who were from Ireland or somewhere they're coming to America you know they're coming to California you know going to La La Land you know I love Los Angeles and can you imagine like you're drinking Elisa Lamb not intentionally but that's essentially what it comes down to they were pretty disgusted and I felt really bad for the lady because she was just like wow you know she couldn't believe it I you know I would probably just like I don't know what I would do I think I would get sick to my stomach I, I really would her story is just one of many unsettling stories there in recent years you know the Cecil Hotel in California it's called dark tourism people actually do this and I I've, I've done it because I did it with my daughter we went and did our dark tourism in 2019 when I visited her in California and we went to all the cemeteries, we went to the place where the Wonderland murders occurred. We went to Westwood Memorial and, you know, we went to all these different places. We even went to the house where Karen Carpenter used to live. That was just freaking amazing to me because I love the Carpenters. Okay. Anyway, we went and we did our own little dark tourism instead of taking the the you know paying the whatever and then paying the fees and the people show you and blah blah blah. no we did it ourselves and we looked it all up on google like we would go we went to sharon tate's we went up the you know up the hill you know all we could see was the gate but it was an eerie eerie presence um we also went to where the Black Dahlia was, was murdered. And it's not the Black Dahlia where she was murdered. It, 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 there's houses there's now, now and there's sidewalks and it's like a residential area. Back in the time where Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia, where she was murdered, it was not. It was just all like, you know, mesquite bushes. Sorry, my cat, my cat's going a little nuts. Anyway, so that's where we went. And, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Because it is all these tragedies and, like, you feel bad. But it's morbid curiosity. And people have that. They want to know. They want to see. That's what people are doing nowadays. They want to go do dark tourism at this hotel. They want to see the rooms. They want to see all the people where the people were murdered. They want to stay in the same room that a serial killer stayed in. You know, they do a lot of ghost hunting. You know, I, I love all that stuff and I love the paranormal. 
because I truly, truly believe in the paranormal. So, and I'm a firm believer. There's darkness, there's good, and there's light, and there's good spirits, and there's bad spirits. And there's a lot out there. In the, in the documentary I saw about the Cecil Hotel, the manager said she saw around 80 deaths of the 10 years that she worked there. And there were thousands of 911 calls of those found dead at the hotel. Um, one of the stories is there was a retired telephone operator, Goldie Osgood who was raped, stabbed, and beaten in her room in 1964. Her name was Pigeon Goldie because I believe they called her that because she would go to the park and uh, feed the pigeons, you know, but it, she was found raped and stabbed in her room. Somebody murdered her there and they never found out who did it. To this day, that is unsolved. And it's, it's really crazy. So I guess the first recorded suicide was in 1972, 1972. Former real estate dealer Percy Ormond Cook shot himself in the head in a hotel room after he was unable to fix his relationship with his wife and son. He died that same night. Three other men died of suicide between 1931 and 1938. W.K. Norton was found after ingesting poisonous pills in 1931. Army Sergeant Louis D. Borden slit his throat with a razor in 1934. Roy Thompson of the Marine Corps jumped from the building and landed on the skylight of another building in 1938. Also, at least eight other people have fell or jumped to their deaths at the Cecil Hotel. They have cited many of these deaths as they fell from the hotel, but no one knows what really happened. The list includes Grace E. Margot, 1938, Robert Smith, 1947, Helen Gurney, 1954, Julia Francis Moore, 1962, Allison Lowell, 1975, and two unidentified men in 1992 and 2015. Dorothy Jean Purcell said that she did not know she was pregnant. She had her baby at the Cecil Hotel and didn't want to make the man, wake the man that she was with. I believe he was married or abusive. Anyway, she didn't tell anybody and she threw her baby out the window. That makes me cringe to think that the, the sound that that would make. Like, what kind of sound would that make? Oh, God, it just makes me nauseous to think about it. And I'm not laughing because it's funny. It's definitely not funny. It just makes me cringe. Uh, how could anybody do that? That to me is terrifying. The Black Dahlia, Elizabeth Short, visited the Cecil Hotel shortly before her death. And that's what I was telling you, my daughter and I found the exact 
coordinates where her body was dumped. It's crazy. It's really eerie. You can almost picture her laying there when you go. After leaving the hotel, she was murdered shortly after. And they believe somebody from the hotel did it. Now, I'm not sure if that's true, but that's just what authorities say. In 1962, 27-year-old Pauline Otten jumped from the ninth floor after writing a note to her husband. Then she accidentally struck 65-year-old George Gianni, who was on the sidewalk in front of the hotel. Both died instantly on impact. Can you imagine walking down the sidewalk and all of a sudden a body falls on top of you and you die? I mean, wow, that's like, what a horrible way to go. Like, you're just minding your own business, having your old cup of coffee, and you got your paper, and you're walking, and all of a sudden somebody lands on you. Makes you afraid to even walk in front of the hotel on the sidewalk. Now, remember those two serial killers I was telling you about? Richard Ramirez, a.k.a. the Night Stalker, from El Paso, Texas. Crazy, huh? There was also Jack Unterweger. He also stayed at the Cecil Hotel while on a killing spree. And I believe he stayed in the same room that Richard Ramirez was in, but I'm not sure. Richard Ramirez stayed on the 14th floor and paid $14 a night. He had murdered for months and months before even being detected by police. Ramirez terrorized Los Angeles from around 1984 to 1985, sexually assaulting and murdering people. He said he was said to have dumped his bloody clothes in the hotel's dumpster behind the hotel and walk up to his room naked. It wasn't until a mugshot from a previous arrest was released that he was found and caught, I believe it was August 31st, 1985. Ramirez was convicted of at least five attempted murders, 11 sexual assaults, and 13 murders. He was sentenced to be killed by the gas chamber, but 24 years, 24 years later, he was still on death row. Ramirez died while undergoing treatment for cancer on June 7, 2013. Jack Unterweger killed a woman in Austria. A court had found him to be remorseful and redeem. So they let him out of prison. They said, okay, you killed this woman, but you know, you're not too bad. So we'll let you go. He became a fairly well-known writer and decided to come to Los Angeles. He stayed at the Cecil hotel. And as it turns out, he had murdered three sex workers when he stayed there. And he was under the guide that he was going to do an article about all this. And 
he would do ride-alongs with the police. So the police would take him on ride-alongs and I guess he found these sex workers. He would take them back to their room and he would murder them. Well, as it turns out, he was found guilty of murdering nine people, three people from LA. He killed them in his room at the Cecil hotel. He was serving time and I don't know where the other people were from, but I know he did kill three people in LA. Maybe there was more, but who knows? He was serving time in an Austrian prison for these crimes when he took his own life in 1994. Coward! You know, I hate that. That is one thing that just really irks me. Somebody does something wrong. You know, they murder their spouse, they murder their girlfriend, their boyfriend. Um, they go on a killing spree because they're a serial killer. And then they kill themselves. That is the coward way out. That just don't even get me started on that. That's just BS. Okay, so he took the coward way out. So in the early 2000s, a new developer came, and they called it Stay on Main. That's what they renamed the hotel. Now, you can rename the hotel all you want. You can change the scenery, but it's not going to change the place. The Cecil Hotel is what it is. You can change it. You can put new paint on it. You can put everything brand new. It's still going to be that place. So I guess they 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 wanted to change it to make it um, more user-friendly. I wouldn't say user-friendly, but more friendly, inviting, you know, people in, you know, um, that documentary I was telling you about crime scene, the vanishing at the Cecil hotel, the manager said between 2007 and 2017, the hotel had to call the police multiple, multiple times. And then she believed there was over 80, 80 deaths during her time working there alone. The Cecil Hotel even inspired an American Horror Story episode called Hotel, starred Lady Gaga and Kathy Bates. And that was truly fascinating. Lady Gala, uh, Lady Gaga gave a stellar performance. Like, she is so talented. You know, I, I love her. I, just, I think she's great. Um, her acting skills are just unbelievable. And I, re I did watch that whole season. I, I enjoyed that. In 2017, the Cecil Hotel made the historical landmark. So I guess if it's a historical landmark, it can never be torn down. Which I think is good because I don't think it needs to be torn down. But you have to understand... They are doing stay on Maine, and I don't think it's stay on Maine anymore. I, I don't think it's that. I actually believe the hotel is closed down at the present. I'm not sure, but a couple of years ago, I looked online because I actually, when my daughter <clears throat> was still in California, I was going to make the reservation, and um, we actually wanted to stay there. But it was closed. 
So I'm not sure if it's still closed, but it but it was closed. Um, you know, the deaths that have happened and everything, you know, like I said, you can change the scenery, but, you know, it, it's... This hotel, they can make it as nice as they want, but it's right in the middle of Skid Row. And if I'm not mistaken, Skid Row goes for miles and miles. And it's right... It's right in the middle of Skid Row. How are you, when they have, uh, when when you have a hotel and it's uh, paid by the week, paid by the day, or paid by the hour, how are you going to make it into a luxury hotel? You can't. And I believe right now they're trying to make it into affordable housing. But I'm not sure, so don't help me on that. So this is a very interesting place. And like I said, I'm not sure if it's currently open, but it definitely is worth looking into. So if any of you get the chance to look up Elisa Lamb, Jack Unteweger, Richard Ramirez, everybody knows him. Um, and I hate even talking about people like that because it just, you're just keeping their names going. And they don't deserve that. Um, if any of you are interested in going to the Cecil Hotel, or if you're if you're interested um, looking up the history of the Cecil Hotel, or if you've ever just walked past it or just been in front of it, my daughter did a marathon, and we were like a block away from it. I believe when she did the, the, we were at the Staples Center. We were somewhere. Anyway, we were a block away from the Cecil Hotel. So I could see it in my view, but we never actually went in it. You know, we never walked in front of it or anything. And even being that distant, it gave me the, the creeps. It gave me the chills. And I guess it's because of everything that has happened in there. Um, it's just not, it is really, it, you know, I believe it's over a hundred years old and this is not what they wanted for the Cecil Hotel. They wanted it to be, you know, a beautiful spot for, you know, people who had lots of money and, you know, just a beautiful hotel, but that's not what it turned out to be. So if any of you have ever been there or you're planning on going to California just to drive by, let me know. Let me know your experience. There's been a lot of haunted reports. There's been, you know, all, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of weird going ons over there. So anyway, that is my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it. And I want to thank my sister Jolie for all the information. And I want you all to have a beautiful and blessed day. Until next time, bye.